welcome, welcome, welcome back to Pipelines Through the Gram. Today, actually this week is a special week. We have the NFL Draft. And I got my boy, Odogu. Odogu Woke. <laughs> For those that don't understand in Igbo, when I say Odogu Obele Mada means he's not a small person. So I'm going to introduce Charles or Menihu. What's up, y'all? What's up? I'm glad to be on, man. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Charles. Um, so I was originally born in Houston, um, moved to Dallas and grew up in Dallas majority of my life and moved, then moved to Garland. And that's why I went to school at Raleigh high school, graduated in 15, um, then was fortunate enough to get a scholarship to university of Texas, um, and then graduated December 8th, 2018. And now, uh, soon to fulfill a dream of mine to be drafted and, and to play in the, in the national football league. Man, listen. He just giving y'all the small aspect, man. We're going to dive in. And Charles is really going to tell us how he got to this point, man, because there's a lot of young of young people in this community, in this Dallas community, young Nigerians or young people all over that have been praying, you know, wishing they'll be at this stage um, in their life and get that opportunity to be able to go into NFL. And, you know, by the grace of God, on Thursday or Friday, we're going to hear which team is going to pick up my boy. And, you know, he's not only doing this for himself, he's doing this for the culture, for the mm-hmm. city. It's bigger than us. Facts. So, Charles, give us a little run, th- uh, give us a little background on um, where, where were you born and, you know, where did you grow up at? Uh, like I said earlier, um, I think I'll, you mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, 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 just kind of talk about that a little bit, you know, your family and stuff. So, like um, I'm Nigerian. Uh, obviously, my mom, Sunday, and Regina Menehu. I have a sister named Augustina. She goes to PV in nursing school currently. Um, and yeah, man, they're just kind of steadfast. And obviously, as a Nigerian, school is the most really the most important thing uh, in your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and extracurricular things are like secondary. Secondary. Exactly. And um, but it got to the point where my parents kind of understood that. Football could be actually something I do mm-hmm. for a long time, so they yeah. they allowed me to uh, expand more and you know what I'm saying put a little bit more time into football yeah. to hone mm-hmm. whatever you know what I'm saying talents that God so blessed me with to have, mm-hmm. and it was a, it was a great opportunity. Uh, I fell in love with the game in the fourth grade, uh, set out to my dream to be uh, an NFL football player at that time and. It was just something I strive for because mm-hmm. I just saw. Uh, I mean, a little bit was like what comes when you on the NFL, but then also to set such a huge goal. They say it's such a small percentage of people exactly. that get it, and to be one of those guys and that percentage to say I made it, it's um, crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's a crazy deal. Uh, not a lot of people do it, and not a lot of people get to this point. And for me, it was a blessing mm-hmm. just to get to this point and to be able to fulfill a dream. And say I made it, mm-hmm. um, and feel good about it. And then you you mentioned your mom. What about your dad? So yeah, my dad was he was he was he pushed it. Yeah, he pushed it. My mom was always, you know, what I'm saying make sure you don't get hurt. Yeah, things like that. But my dad pushed it. He understood how I felt about the game and understood yeah. that this is something that I wanted to do. And mm-hmm. I made that clear. And mm-hmm. like I said, he supported my mom, supported my sister, supported. And mm-hmm. um, I'm just so blessed to have them around me at around this time and to. For them to know where I came from and now to where I'm at now yeah. is a huge blessing. So I'm going to ask you, like, before they really uh, came on your team, 
did you ever experience any type of pushback in doing so? I know you mentioned your mom didn't want you to get hurt, but was there any type of conflict where, like, oh, wow, you know, because I know t- typically a lot of people have, you know, they're, 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 there's a conflict with their parents in, in, in pursuing this type of uh, focus. Uh, no, they were all for it. Um, like I said, I made it clear to my dad that this is something that I want to do. Mm-hmm. So if that's something I want to do, that's something I want to do. Yeah. And so I pursued it, and he was there. And never kind of like told me, oh, maybe you need to you need to quit this and 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 do something or just f- focus on on school. Yeah. Because not a lot of people make it. He never threw that at me. He just told me if this is what you want to do, this is what you want to do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So fourth grade is when you recognize, and and when you were, when you were younger, did you play like pee wee football and all of that? Yeah. So okay. I started off at pee wee, um, played in middle school, high school. So I've the whole thing. I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. And most of you, you, you grew up majority in the Mesquite, uh, area, Garland, Garland, yeah. Garland area, and in that in that time growing up, tell us a little bit about your experience. And I know Texas five A football, you know, there's a lot of competition and things mm-hmm. like that, and you know, a couple of things could be distracting. How was that over there on that side of Garland? Uh, it was very competitive, you know. Um, in middle school, I never lost. Pee wee, I never lost. In high school, when I got to high school, obviously, like guys got better, guys separated. Uh, people weren't all in the same team, so yeah. it was more competitive. But yeah, definitely was a challenge. Uh, definitely, you went against guys that some guys were going to college to play ball, just like you are. So you're going against a good level of competition. Yeah, because I know Garland is, is is there's a lot of high schools in Garland and things like that. Um, and you have Garland High School, you have um, Saxe, Raleigh, Lakeview, Naaman, yeah. South, North Garland. So, yeah, no, you definitely have um, competition. Man, it's huge. Yeah. And it's tough in Texas, man. Yeah, definitely. Always. So, from high school, tell us tell about your high school experience. Like, when did you, as a freshman, did you play freshman ball and then sophomore? So, yeah, um, I played I played all four years of high school. And to be real with you, I wasn't really that good to start off, man. Yeah. So, I was on B team as a freshman. I was on JV as a sophomore. And so, you know... In high school, the guys who were really good. The sophomore that go on varsity, yeah. So I wasn't that. I wasn't that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't reach. I really didn't see my potential in football till my junior year in high school. Mm. But my sophomore, year, I got my first collegiate offer to Tulsa um, without playing varsity football. And then really, yeah, yeah. how that happen? They just saw how long and big I was. And I see. Like, yeah, that was it. Cause I never, I had no tape. Yeah, yeah. So then my junior year, I started and. I had good moments. I yeah. had kind of like my my in in college. It kind of mirrored each other. I had good moments, but never was consistent. Yeah. Then my senior in, in high school, I blew up on the scene. Yeah. Was rated the number two defensive end in the whole state of Texas. Yeah. All the schools wanted me, and I like I said, I, I chose to go to UT University of Texas. And um, fast forward to college, it was the same kind of pattern. Freshman year, didn't do anything. Sophomore year, it's okay. Really didn't do much at all. Junior year, flashed a little bit, had a little success here and there. Senior year, burst on the scene. Yeah. And now here we are. That's crazy, man. That's and crazy. The story, the story did very much pattern itself from high That's school. That's crazy, man. You know, wow, man. I think, I think, I think you just kind of like telling me a message right now because it's like, you know, I always tell people like you got to look at the pattern in your life to mm-hmm. really understand where you're going. 
Yeah. Every level, there's a there's a there's a sequence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can you can actually expect. I know you're gonna challenge yourself yeah. once you get to the league that you want to jump on the neck from the from from first year. Yeah. But you you can expect that. You're gonna have a long career in the NFL, not because yeah. you you jumped from the beginning, yeah. but because you allowed yourself to kind of like build. mix, build yourself, exactly, and, and mold in. And that's what my thing is that I'm I'm continuing to elevate. So yeah. my senior year, my senior year was really good. Yeah, but I, I could have been better. Yeah. So now it's just a continuous up, like climbing a, a mountain. Yeah. And it gets better as yeah. as as you get higher. So. You know, you know, one thing I say, I I I, I watched, I noticed that. Every year you got better in bending your knees mm-hmm. because when you were, when you were graduating from high school, mm-hmm. like you were moving, mm-hmm. but it was really always like that 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 flexibility yeah. in your knee and yeah. stuff like that. Like you were using your upper body to get yeah. where you needed to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. but your legs. And then it was like your final highlight tape, the couple sacks you had, yeah. celebrating right after. Like you still had a lot more. Like yeah. that five ten yards was nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I started noticing that. I mean, hey. You know, I'm I'm excited to see you know what your training and and all of that is gonna produce, man. It's amazing, bro. Yeah, it's definitely. amazing. It's amazing. So, with that all being said, I mean, you know, it seemed like everything was going at a good pace for you from you know young age to in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, were there any challenges like you know setbacks that you dealt with as far as in football, especially yeah football. Just not thinking that I was good enough when I was younger because yeah. it didn't happen quickly. Yeah, like how I wanted to. Um, patience has been a big thing for me in this whole process. To so just understand that things aren't just gonna happen because yeah. you, because you say let, let it happen. Yeah. You have to put in the work. God has His own time, yeah. and His time is, is mm-hmm. the right time for you. So mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing that if I say a setback was just my freshman and sophomore year not. Being like how the other in high school and college, how the other freshmen and sophomores were, mm-hmm. where they were making big time play, they were getting play time, they're in high school playing on varsity, exactly. college getting more playing time, starting things mm-hmm. like that. So that I think that was kind of like understanding that because I'm so used to being the alpha dog, yeah, and at a time when I wasn't, so yeah, yeah. So like you know that's that's really amazing, bro. You know, especially being someone from Texas, I don't know how Texas. Football is mm-hmm. summertime. It's super hot. Yeah, you know, two days. Yeah, you know, get ready. Yeah. you know, just just the, just the hype. Mm, you know, all of grind. that. The grind. You know, I know a kid, uh, Jamal Adams, yeah. that's played for you know New York New York uh, Jets. Mm-hmm. He went from Hebron. I remember mm-hmm. little young kid growing up, agile and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was he's always been around football. Yeah. And just to see him, you know, do how well he did at Hebron, yeah, they get picked man. up at LSU, yeah. and then now he's just like, you know, really doing his thing, charisma yeah. and all, yeah. in New York Jets. It's just an amazing story to you know to follow and um, see see what God is doing with individuals. Yes, very you know? much so. And then, so what you what do you what's your plans for your community with the success that you're you're, you're you've attained and you know and where you're going? Um, so I've. Kind of like I've, I've thought about uh, ways I can I can bring I can bring it back, you yeah. Know I mean? Bring it back forth, and I think for me the best thing is to start from my high school, yeah, and then expand from there, yeah. Because I haven't I haven't to be I haven't like thought that far, yeah. Because I haven't gotten that exactly. far, exactly. But if I had to like think on something, 
It would be probably start with my high school. Yeah. Get back to my high school. I think that's where it all started for exactly. me. Exactly. And then go from there. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Uh, let's 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 dive down a little bit. We know you as a football player, man. But the people, I don't know if they know you as a, as a cultural guy. You know, Charles is 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 very in, in, invested in the culture. He already mentioned he's Nigerian. We're both Ebos, mm-hmm. and you know, and uh, let's talk about your 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 Niger fan family yeah. that you grew up with. You yeah. know. And, and and those people as your support system. Yeah. And and, and and do them a service and shout them out individually on this cast. Oh yeah. Nanja fan be the gang, you feel me? Yeah. That's my, that's my boys. Mm-hmm. Uh Ibichi, mm-hmm. uh Dale, mm-hmm. uh McNeese, Toby, mm-hmm. uh Mike, mm-hmm. Obi, Robert, mm-hmm. Wesley, mm-hmm. uh Jesse, Denzel, and then uh, Ben. And then for uh, you never never leave out Newton and Nazi. You know he's not with us. But I can never leave him out because he's a part of the family and always will be. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So, and let me talk about these individuals, man. They're young cats that were coming up with fresh vibe in the in the in the, in the community, you know. And uh, most of two of them, we've already had them come on this podcast, Obi and Toby, and they're all very creative in their ways. And you know, Charles is the individual that's representing NFL. And you know, I want to share something about that. That you know, every journey. There's always a group of people who are your number one cheerleaders and your number one supporters. And you need those individuals, especially when you're doing the things that you're doing. And Charles has been able to have, you know, these individuals um, be, um, you know, uh, backbones into his success. Mm -hmm. Um, And he still has them till today. And it's steady in communication. Things don't change. Um, And I just want to say that in the journey to success, you need good friends around you. You know, healthy individuals that are going to always be there because after football, you know, you still need people. Yeah. You know, um, so just expand on how that relationship with them has been beneficial to you t- thus far. Man, yeah. So the group message, man, started and the friendship started in middle school, sixth, yeah. seventh grade. And obviously, like, Ibichi and them are a little older. So they were in, like, eighth grade Yeah, when we were in, like, me, McNeese, Toby, Denzel. Mm-hmm. Jesse's young. Oh, Greg, Alvin, man, I, for, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't forget them. Greg and Alvin, thing, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it started a while ago, dude. Um, and it just started like at first, it started like uh, McNeese and Toby and Denzel, mm-hmm. and then I met. We got into middle school is when I met McNeese because we were on the same football team, and yeah. so then we got close. And Toby wasn't playing football, but Toby would be around me. Mm-hmm. So then that's how I met Toby. Um, Denzel was because of Toby and McNeese, so that's how I met Denzel. Mm-hmm. And then we met Obi. Um, we met Obi probably like eighth grade. Yeah. Um, at function and stuff like that, and like everybody was just a vibe. And so when we met Obi, we met Abichi, we met Mike, and we've been on Dale. So then we met Dale. We are in New Dale. Then Robert came in, and we met. I when we met Alvin and Ibichi, and them is when uh not Alvin and Ibichi. When we met Mike and Ibichi. That's how we met Alvin and Greg, mm-hmm. which are brothers. And then Wesley, we met Wesley because of um, Dale and Newt. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it was a long line of yeah. like, and then everybody came together. Yeah. And we were like, yo, we like we, we vibe with each other. Uh, it's always good laughs, always good time. Mm-hmm. 
And it built this very strong friendship. No, I see that. Yeah, I very, see that. very strong friendship that has lasted and will last for a lifetime. Man. You feel me? And, um, yeah, bro, it's funny as hell. Uh, <laughs> never a dull moment. Man. Group, you have a group message that's been going on for years. Wow. Years. Wow. And, like, if it wasn't for people getting kicked out and, and uh, things like that, yeah, that group message probably could stand the test of, like, there could probably be memories. Mm-hmm. From over twenty nineteen, yeah, okay. well, probably memories from twenty fourteen, mm-hmm. twenty thirteen, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. That's how far, far. Um, that's how far back mm-hmm. that group message goes. Yeah. So it's, it's lit, bro. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. I remember you guys at Ebo Day <laughs> Functions. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's it's wonderful to see because you know. You you've been playing football, and I see that I see the ones that are into fashion, mm-hmm. and you know the vibes. Like at that time, it was I'm you trying to figure out what these boys really trying to do, yeah. and now like they've really really made a wave, and yeah. you know um you know like put out into f- fruition mm-hmm. the things that they have uh, been always you know um trying to do, and having spoken to Toby, see how he's. Took taking a step back to really tap into his own mm-hmm. craft as a producer and you know and things like that. It's, it's just amazing, man. And and overall, that's why it's important that I talk about these things, man. Because when you're pursuing success, it's always um, details in it, um, the personal growths that we face, the things that we try to overcome to make these things. Because you you out here right now writing your own story, right? Yeah. You becoming you becoming a legend, right? You becoming a legend. Everybody has to kind of discover their legend whatever the lane is and bro you you a transplant from the area you yeah. went to whole university you know what i'm saying you triumphed and it's not easy no right so i want i want to kind of dive in a little bit so how's your experience at ut like from from the first period you got there till now uh my experience was cool yeah it was a i got i came in college at 17 so yeah. i was fairly young for coming into school and, yeah um, it was good. Like it, it made me grow up. Obviously, not being around your parents and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it made you be responsible. The, just the normal thing that university does when you're not close to your people. Yeah. You feel me? So, um, I had good times. Um, I don't think there was just a crazy downtime for me. I think it was already pretty, pretty smooth. Um, learned a lot about myself. I think just just grew, grew up kind of. Yeah. Um. And it was good, bro. Uh, I enjoyed it. I wouldn't say I wouldn't take it back for anything. I wouldn't be like, oh, I wish I went here. I wish I went there. I wish. I think UT was a good spot for me, and it was yeah. good. And um, yeah, like I, I, I went back. I always go back, and um, I have no kind of like, oh, let me forget about my colleges. Yeah. yeah. So let me say, so like, so as an athlete, right? There's mm-hmm. challenges you're facing. You obviously had to um, focus on your schoolwork and things mm-hmm. like that. How did you go about it? You know, and making sure that you're your success in that department. Uh, time management. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to really focus on what you got to do. Like if you have an assignment, you got to do it, and then everything else comes secondary. Mm-hmm. You're still a student before you're before you're an athlete. No matter what people kind of like put stereotype on athletes, like you still got to do work, man. It's not always just carefree and doing nothing kind of deal mm-hmm. uh, we got things to do we got curriculums and things that we gotta achieve and um, that's what I did for mm-hmm. sure and then like and then you know after you know and you and you 
You did you did what major did you do again? Sports management, Sports management? and minor communications. Minor communication. That's yeah. fairly, you know, manageable for yeah. for athletes. Yeah, yeah. It it wasn't it was there were difficult times, but it wasn't nothing like what you went through at yeah. all by any stretch of the means. Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay, so you know so as an athlete in the at a big program like Texas, mm-hmm. playing football at that, you know, tell us tell us, you know, what did you do to help your performance when you went into games like against OU, um, against the Texas Techs, um, these big rivalry games and stuff like that. How does that feel? Give us a little feel about, you know, this that's just different from like you know, preparing for a high school game. Like, what did you do differently? How does that atmosphere feel like? Um, I don't think I did it really anything different. I took film study very seriously. Yeah. I took dissecting my opponents very seriously. Yeah. And that was like that across the board because that's the only way you can be a great player. You can't yeah. be a great player one game and then disappear the next game. That was yeah. my problem. My junior year, I was inconsistent. I knew yeah. my senior I had to work on consistency and being consistently dominant. Yeah. And so with that, just like in school, if you want to be dominant on the test, you got to study. Absolutely. You got to study the curriculum that's going to be on there. It's the same thing football. The curriculum for me is the opponent, the quarterback, the offensive line, their yeah. plays, what could they possibly do. Mm-hmm. So I had to study that, know that, anticipate that, and anticipation leads to no second guessing. When you don't Absolutely. second guess, you play fast. And when Absolutely. you play fast, other people ain't playing as fast as you, and that's the advantage. I just, that's, hey, man, you, that's exactly how, you know, you know, it, it, it manifests on on film. Yeah. It manifests on real life. You know, you don't make plays unless you prepare. And football is not one of those. Is you know, just like any other sports. But football is one of those sports, man. You just can't get by. Yeah. The schemes that they're running and all that stuff, right? That you're not going to react quickly. And then all these players are running four twos, four threes. You know, before you blink, they're it's already gone. gone. Yeah. You know, um, especially when you have a quarterback like. Uh, um, like uh, um, what's the name? Tom Brady. Yeah. You know that's studying crazy, yeah. and by the time you even try to get close, the ball is already gone. Yeah. You know he's the ball is already released. He's not getting sacked crazy like that. You know, especially no, because that mean he's smart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying he's not the best. He's not a good athlete at all. I'm not even gonna lie. He he's a horrible athlete. Yeah. But he's smart, so he understands the game, and that's what separates him. And it's just it's just not about how athletic you are, to be honest. Because this mm-hmm. he was it five championship now six championships he has six six six, you know and and, and you know hopefully hopefully you end up on the New England Patriots if they, if they pick me high enough. You know I, I and I seen that that they 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 you were one of the players that they were you know yeah. thinking think about picking up. Yeah. You know, but hopefully you're with somebody you could play against a Tom Brady at least that's a challenge. I just want to be drafted high. That's really it. I hear you. Uh, I hear you. I'm, I'm ready for. I'm ready for this day to be over with. I, I just you. need it to be Thursday. What's today? Today's today's Tuesday. what? Tuesday. I need it to be Thursday so I know the draft has started and I'm closer to knowing. It'll be I'm here soon. It'll be here soon. You know, patience know. is a virtue. Patience is a virtue. Days go by fast when the, you when you have nothing when you're not anticipating anything. That's why you've been working out crazy. Cause I, I the only way to stay at my house. I hear you. Cause if I'm in my house, I'm doing really not doing anything. I hear you. So all I'm doing is thinking. So the more I'm not in my house, the more I'm moving, the better for me. I feel that's how it was for me, like doing, um, especially like with medicine when you're trying to find out match week, mm-hmm. you know, and everything leading up to that, your man, your brain is just going crazy. Yeah. You, somebody's telling you this and everybody's saying, man, just chill, don't worry, it's all, it's all good. 
this and that. And you chill. Then you start thinking about, man, where you going to fall? Yeah. You know, where you going to land? What's the move going to be? You, you don't know. You know, I think the best way to, um, you know, enjoy the experience is just to let it happen. Yeah, that's, I think that's, that's the best thing. And it's easy to say. It's just time is like, it seems so slow. Before you know, it's Wednesday. Facts. And after Wednesday, it's a, Thursday t- creep up. T- it's a ticking time. And then Friday. And then you just go Friday. From there. Hopefully, Friday's the day. No, Friday is going to be the day. Good Friday. Exactly. Good Friday. We put it in prayer. Exactly. You got to mm-hmm. speak into existence. You're right. Man, anyway, you come this far, man. What a wonderful season. What's, how many sacks do you have this year? 9.5? Yeah, 9.5. 9.5. You 18 know. talk for loss. You know, if it, if it was if it was a Nigerian, Nigerian parent, it was like, why did you get 10? Facts. <laughs> where's the other point five? Where's, where's the other point five? But what happened to it? Man, I had sacks taken away. Uh, I got held a lot versus Georgia. Um TCU game, I should have gotten the sack. I was a second. Like, it was just like second here, second yeah. there. Oh, no, like did that. you get a scoop and score? No, I got a scoop though versus Iowa State. I didn't score a trip. Oh, yeah, up. I remember you sent it to me and yeah. I was like, man, you should have finished that yeah, job. Yeah, man, because if I scored that thing, I would have punted the ball in the in the stands. I would have gotten a flag easily because I would have done something real ignorant. Oh, because once you score, you was going to punt? What? Punt. I was going to punt the ball into the crowd. <laughs> I was going to punt the ball in the crowd. The guy got me on my shoes, bro. I couldn't even pick up my feet to start running because there was nobody there. No, I seen it. It's wide open. Dude just like clipped my... Bro, he didn't want me to, he didn't want me to embrace them or... He didn't want me to shame them because, dude, I would have kicked that ball into the stands. Man, I feel you. I feel you, man. I rem- it, it reminds me it was playing like Mansfield um was it Mansfield some no not Mansfield some Mansfield Tigers and like you know we've been running this play all week that the running back was gonna come and do a a, a wheel like the quarterback mm-hmm. ran on the other side and, and, then the and the running back, back ran a wheel yeah, silent wheel and, we and we then, do that so. and, and, and and I was already kind of shifting I was playing outside linebacker I was mm-hmm. already shifting towards that side. And then it hit my mind. I was like, oh, snap. Stephon Taylor. Remember Stephon Taylor? That played for... Um, you played against Stephon Taylor? Yeah. Stephon Taylor. Yeah, he went to... He, went, he played for Stanford. Name sounds super Yeah, familiar. running back. Yeah. Yeah, he played for Stanford. And, they got, and I think he played for Arizona Cardinals for a little yes, bit. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, Stephon Taylor, he was... He was um he, 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 ran, he, he ran out. And he ran a wheel route. And then, and then I seen the ball. I had these cutters on. Yeah, and the cutters, cutters used to be, be a thing. Yeah, cutters you know used to what I mean. Be a thing I had cutters, bro. I looked at the light, bro. I did like this, dropped it, bro. And I had nothing but ninety nine yards, bro. Yeah. Nothing, nothing but, but ninety nine yards because everybody already shifted. Yeah, and he, it was only going to be me, him, me and him. Yeah, so it's either he going to get me down trying to go get it, but at least I I dropped that ball. Man. Cutters was it back then, bro? I, I I had a pair of cutters, but you know the thing about cutters is that it's so sticky. I like to. I, didn't, I, I like to have a little control too, mm-hmm. but the sticky stickiness of it can kind of like. But that's what that's what got them on the map. That's what sold them. Like, yeah. And in the league, they wore them a lot back in the day. But yeah. colors were like so sticky. Like, okay, you get a ball in the radius, you're gonna catch it because you got them colors on. True. And the solid color was clean back then. Yeah, yeah, the solid color cutters, man. Man, I, I'm still remembering that play, man. But hey, man, so. Let's talk about this. How you dealing with, you know, all the people calling you now, texting you, trying to get back in your life. 
you know what I mean, shorties hanging on for dear life and stuff like that. You know, you know, how does that feel for you right now? Nothing. I mean, it is what it is. It comes with the territory. Yeah. As far as the people though, like good people, it's a good thing. Yeah. But that adds on to the pressure of like, yo. Yeah. I got it like Really, I put a lot of pressure on myself. Yeah. But then when people are like, "Where do you think you go?" Da, 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 I'm like, "Yo, I don't know." But I just hope, and I've prayed, and just hope it's like the top three rounds. I'll be at this point, I'll be solid with the top three. Just bro. don't, just don't get picked up by the Houston Texans. <laughs> well, I like Houston. You like Houston? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, you know, this is coming out after the draft anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. you ain't got to worry about saying something that's going forth. You feel me? No, nah, man, I, I like Houston. No, Houston's cool. Yeah. Houston's cool. It's not bad. But um, man, it's all it's, it all comes with the territory, bro. Yeah. I, I'm used to it. It's nothing like crazy or like special to me anymore. Yeah. yeah. So tell us about your 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 friend that you that you lost in um while at UT. Uh, he died in high school. No, what about the uh? No, that's not um. So you lost a friend in high school. Oh, that was the OU player. Oh, uh, um, Oklahoma Central's Central Oklahoma. Not Central Oklahoma. Who's Newt? Newt and Auntie. Remember Newt? Is, I thought that was a um, a white kid that 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 passed. Was it OU? It was an OU football player, not UT. Yeah. Not UT. Okay, Newt. It was a high school friend. Yeah, yeah. That passed. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I'm thinking about the OU Sooners. They had a a, a football player. Really? That that I think um. I don't know if he overdosed or something like that. You know, his name was Newt too. That's why every time it's crazy because every time you talked about Newt, uh-huh. I was thinking about that guy. Mm-mm. You know, so. But yeah, tell tell us about that um, experience. Uh, horrible, but kind of like knowing that you have a guardian angel. Mm-hmm. Um, on my phone screen, say right, I told him I'll make a promise to make an NFL, and I'm mm-hmm. fulfilling that promise. That's amazing. Yeah, so even back then, 2015, I made that promise. Wow. And you see how everything comes around full circle. Um, That's crazy. And uh, so, but anyway, man, uh, we're going to wrap this up today. You know, man, I know your agents and all that, people calling you. And, you know, but I'm happy that you came here, you know, checking on the pipelines to the gram. We're wishing you all the best. Yes, sir. And your success you. come, and we're gonna talk about this some more. When you get in the lead, there's gonna be some fascinating stuff that that that, that um, we're gonna talk about. But uh, I want the people to go follow Charles. Yes, please drop your them. drop your IG. Let them know. Hey, follow me at C O M E N I H U. C O M E N I H U. Follow the boy, man. Twitter at Charles with two S's underscore ninety four. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's how we're moving. Make sure y'all keep watching the episodes to come. As we follow people in their journey to success, right here in Pipelines Through the Gram. Man, now. Man, now. We out.